episode number 107 Chevrolet Camaro versus Dodge Demon. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. This episode is sponsored by HID Extra at HIDextra.com. If you're looking for some uh, cool LEDs or HID headlights for your Camaro, head on over to HIDextra.com. Use coupon code Camaro15 for 15% off your order. Well, we're going we're gonna to demonize this, this episode. We sure are. We're going we're gonna, to, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, we can't exercise the demons quite yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we're you know, going to be getting into it. Yeah, we we you know we we say this a lot. We like to talk about the competition. Competition is good for the Camaro. So this one, we gotta we gotta spend some time talking about this Dodge Demon that finally all the details are revealed, and uh, you know you know how it impacts or <laughs> challenges the Camaro. It's that's a pun. um yeah that's pretty good huh um. <laughs> It's a, it's a hell of a machine, just like we thought it would be. But uh, I guess there's a lot of a lot of Camaro owners that are kind of butthurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since you said that, we were gonna we were actually talking about just calling you know episode number one hundred and seven butthurt Camaro owners. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, the car's whoever badass. Came up, <clears throat> whoever came up with butthurt is just was just ill. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I hardly ever <laughs> use that. I really hardly ever use that term ever. Really? Yeah. You used to all the time. Me? Yeah, you? No way. Yeah, way. All oh, the no time. Way. Especially I talking about that. people on the message board. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were the ones that were using it. I would say annoyed or aggravated. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so this 2018 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon fully revealed. Yeah. This is not this is not a Hellcat. Like it's it's not a like they put new skins and, and 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 added some stuff to a Hellcat. This is a new car. This is a new motor. I think they this said the only thing different or the same things is the cylinder heads or something like that. It's a <clears throat> it's it's a whole new car. 840 horsepower. So, remember how we were talking about the the uh the leaks where that was going to have three modes and yeah. That was yeah. all that was all wrong. 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 Uh, 770 foot pounds of torque. <sighs> yeah. It's just nuts, man. Zero to 60 in two <clears throat> point. No, wait. No, that, that's a Tesla Model S. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Zero to 60 in 2.1 seconds. That's pretty quick, huh? Pretty quick. You know, the, the Tesla Model S was 2.28, uh, but the test, Tesla was done on regular asphalt. The Demon was on a regulation drag strip. Yeah. So, so the, more, the, go ahead. It's, it's still really fast. Quarter mile, 9.65 seconds at 140. That's pretty cool. That's a, pretty a cool. factory nine-second car. Never, never happened before. Yeah. And it's legally banned from NHRA because it doesn't have a roll cage. 
That's true. I mean, it's a, it's a, like not officially banned. It's just any car that doesn't have a roll cage that runs those times is not allowed to run on a racetrack. That's, right. Um, yeah, I, I just say the article here that said that more than 50% of the components inside uh, differ from that of the 707 horsepower uh, uh, V8 Hemi that powers the Hellcat. So it is different. Wow. 1.8 Gs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the highest G-force for a production car, according to Dodge. Uh, 2.29, 2.92 feet. That's the front wheel lift, the first ever in production car as certified by Guinness World Records. Um, <laughs> zero, to six, zero to 30 in one second. Zero to <laughs> 60 in 2.3 seconds. 9.6 is the... Uh, <clears throat> quarter mile time, 6,500 RPMs. And they're saying less than a hundred thousand. They said Dodge expects it to be under, or FCA expects it to be under a hundred thousand. So it's going to be 99,998, right? That's usually right. how it goes, right? Typically. Yeah. Huh. Not counting gas guzzler tax. Uh, looks like you're uh, going to get a, uh, a session at Bob Bondurant. Bondurant school of high performance yep. driving. If you buy this car, that's going to be another thing. Are you going to be able to buy this car? <laughs> How many are there going to be? 2,000? Uh, 1, Let's see here. If I'm reading on, I'm on Motor Trend's website. Um, 3,300 is what they plan on building. 3,000 for the U.S. and 300 for Canada. Okay. I uh, did took, uh, let's see here, a team of, uh, where was it? Let me scroll down here. A team of about 25 people have been working on the Demon for about two years. Nice. It nice. meets all 50 state emissions. And you'll be able to drive it on the street. Yep. Yep. Um, here's the thing. You know, it, it's banned from NHRA tracks um, because it doesn't have a cage and it's under, you know, it's a nine-second car. The our, first argument is, well, you know, I mean, if you can, if the passenger seat and rear seat each cost a dollar as an <laughs> option, yep, yep. you should have put a cage in it. Cages are not good for street cars. No. Um, period. Just has Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I recommend that here's what you do. You get in somebody's race car, if you, ha if you have a friend, sit in there, and then just kind of thump your head, your, your, unex your exposed, non-helmeted head, against that bar that's right by it. it sucks. Now imagine plowing into a wall and having your head hit that cage or plowing into another car. Your head becomes the cage. Yeah, it's so, not good. It's, not and good. It's, it's, a, it's actually illegal in most states, if, if not nationwide, to have a cage in a in a street-driven vehicle. Is it really? For that reason, yeah. I did not they're know that. They're, they're dangerous to the occupants. They'll, you'll, your, your, your birdcage will be splattered all over every bar in that thing if you get hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, but, so this thing's obviously a monster. It's, yeah. it's every bit of what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And this is the Camaro show. But, you know, yeah. we've so, been talking yeah. about this thing for the last eight weeks or so. Because FCA has been teasing us with videos up until the New York Auto Show. But we're Camaro guys, right? So what does Camaro have to compete against it? Well, they don't have a street legal car that yeah. goes straight. They do have the Copo Camaro, though, right? Mm -hmm. And the Copo Camaro will be able to challenge this easily on the racetrack if, if the demon puts a cage in, because otherwise they're not going to be racing on the racetrack. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly um, right. Because I believe the Copo uh, is an eight-second car. 
Yeah, but it's not actually a car. It's a part. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's, it's a car. A, it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle that is driven vehicle. on the racetrack. That's right. Not on the street. It's a vehicular part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so, as we mentioned, some Camaro owners are kind of fired up about this. What was the word you used, Chris? Butthurt. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, they're going to build 3,300 of these cars. First of all, do you know how rare it's going to be to encounter one of these at the street or track when yeah. it comes down to it? True. So, I mean, if you're driving around in your brand new 2017 ZL1 and you're worried about getting trounced by one of these Challenger SRT demons, don't even worry about it because it'll be few and far between that they actually really do get driven on the road or track. Right. And then you yeah. got to figure, too, when they ran this car, they turned all the drag, they turned all the drag racing stuff on it and they were on a racetrack. So they got... They got really nice sticky tires. Mm-hmm. They're they're launching it, you know, with the trans brake and, and and all that kind of stuff. When you're driving one of these, it's gonna be like a Hellcat. It's gonna smoke the tires for two miles. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, you know, the Copo, you you have to I think you have to be licensed in the NH- NHRA to buy a Copo. I'm just terrified of some rich douchebag kid getting his hands on one of these things and thinking he's he's a nine second drag racer and he tries to and all he does is either put turn, a nice dent dent in the wall um, or, or at turns the into local a, track yeah or turns into what looks like a Mustang leaving a cars and coffee right right or it's, <laughs> you know. Or it's uh, just going to be, you know, he's going to be running 12s all day, and he get, I can't figure it out. I spent $100,000 plus on this nine-second car, and I do 12s. Well, you know what? It all comes down to that driver and the skill and ability, and and I, again, totally few and does. far between. Totally does. Got to be the right combination of things. So I wouldn't worry too much yeah. about it. We um we got to, actually, we're going to lead into uh, an email here, since we're talking about it, from Anthony uh, from uh, Long Island, New York. Listen to the show on iTunes. He says, Jason and Chris, we all know about the new Dodge Demon, a badass car. Dodge did it right. I'm a diehard Camaro guy. I had a 68 SS, 76 RS, 78, 83 Z28, 89 IROC, and a 92 anniversary. I know where my heart is at, but I'm mad as hell that Dodge did it the correct way and Chevy didn't. However, we do have the Copo Camaro. Why won't Chevy make the Copo street legal with drag radials with a VIN number? So you can clear that, excuse me, so you can title the car and have it compete with a demon. Chevy has the capability and technology to do it, but does it have the guts to do it? What say you? Hmm. Thanks, Anthony, for that email. Um, I can tell you exactly why Dodge did it. They found there was a hole in the marketplace for a street drag racer. A street, I mean, obviously, this is the most baddest street racer ever ever produced there's several several things dodge did that no one's ever done before Mm -hmm. and we've been talking about these as they've been releasing the videos the first ever car to be produced with a trans brake the first ever to be using the air conditioner to cool down the intercooler yeah um the parts they're putting in for the rear end and the the control arms and all that so it gets the perfect launch they found a hole in the marketplace, and they filled it. That's what they did. Not Why? to mention, yeah. Chevrolet and Dodge, of course, are they're not in. They're, their first interest is not making high horsepower cars. 
Their first interest is selling some as many cars as they can. The Copo doesn't sit in a showroom usually unless, you know, like sure. a dealership owner has one and he puts it on display, but you can't buy it that way. Um, this will do exactly what the ZR1 would do or even the ZL1. You put it in the showroom, it brings people in to see it and they go, okay, well, I don't want to spend, you know, $100,000 on this and I, I got a family, I don't want a drag racer, but they do have... You know, the regular Challenger SRT over here or, you know, or even a Hellcat over here right. or yep. something along those lines. So it brings people into the showroom totally. and, and that's that's really, they made a bold statement. They, 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 they probably saw the Copo and they said, we need to do something like it. But, hey, let's go crazy. Let's make it street legal. Yeah. So here's, here's a question for you. Do you think Chevrolet responds? Do you think Chevrolet says, you know what? Okay, this is cool. Yeah, we we can dominate on the on the on a racetrack, circle wise or road road race. That's they've proven that. I mean, they've been proving that since ZL1 and 1LE. Do they respond to the demon with a Camaro that's just a street legal drag racer? Do you think Do you think there's a need for that? I I that that's the thing is is do they need to right. And, and, say, and we could say the same with Ford, too. Does Ford need to mm -hmm. do that as well? Right. Is it going to sell more cars? Not just Probably that car, not. but more cars in general. Because they, they can put a brand new Corvette Grand Sport, or or Ford can put the, a new GT, you know, they're working on that GT, in, in the showroom. It'll bring people into the showroom. Right. Keep in mind, taking a step back, the Copo Camaro isn't actually a Chevrolet product. It's a Chevrolet performance division Part product. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Right. They didn't build the Copo to sell more cars. They built the Copo to sell more performance parts. Because right. every part on that car you can buy. Can you do the same with the challenge? This Challenger SRT Demon. I no idea. Probably not. Probably not. Think about that. So the Copo serves a different purpose already. I like I mean, what I like what Chrysler's doing though. With you know how the all they're going to be selling this extra stuff the, the jack and. And all that yeah. stuff, the wheels and all that stuff. Yeah. That's going to get shipped directly to the customer so the dealership can't gouge people or try and oh. or, or try and do anything, pull some hijinks. Uh, nice. With the, so I, I think I think Chrysler was smart um, in that part because mm -hmm. you know there's you know there's going to be dealers or somebody who's going to try and screw someone over. I mean, oh, yeah. look at look at the freaking press kits. You see, they're going for like six hundred bucks on eBay. The, Seriously? Yeah, the press kits from the Demon Unveil. You know, because it's got it's got like a Guinness Book of World Records medal oh, in it, and yeah. it's got a whole bunch of different things in there. Let's see. That's the thing is that, is that I don't think they're going to make any money off this car. No, they're going to make money off the traffic to the showrooms exactly. and the attention that they got for the brand. Yeah, the social I mean, buzz. The yeah. I mean, shoot, we're dedicating almost a whole episode to it, and we're and 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 we hate the Challenger. <laughs> we don't hate it. Remember, remember how how we just would just rip on a big, huge monster car that they haven't. Sales figures have been just rock steady, not going up or down, and and they really consider that they didn't build a whole new platform for this. They just built a whole new car around the platform. Cars and changed oh. in almost ten years, dude. Almost ten I years. Know. Think about what they've accomplished with this. So you got to give them credit after credit after credit for he, Anthony in the email that I read earlier. He, he's right. They they did it right. They yeah. really really did it right. Yeah. Um, gosh, uh, we we got to move on. But before we do, just just a quick thing about this. Um, a lot of Easter eggs were in the in the in those 
done right videos. Yes, yes. Um, the one that got, you know, the first one was uh, showed a picture of a license plate that said pound 2576 at 35. Yeah. Well, according to Motor Trend, and Motor Trend's got some good information on this car, um, it refers to the 2,576 pounds of weight transfer required to lift the front wheels 35 inches. Hmm. Production car record certified by the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, let's see here. Crate came out and personalized. Oh, serial plate. Right. Um, Let's see here. The 1121 was the VIN number on the serial plate. Refers to November 21st, the date that the Demon ran the 9.65 second ET. Interesting. Tom Coddington was the Dodge engineer and member of the pioneering Ram Chargers race team. Wow. So that goes back a while. That's old school. Um, Yep. Third, uh, Third Law was a video released on February 23rd, and you could see some numbers in, in, this, in the smoke um, of the car doing a burnout. It was 13.5 equals 575 at 500. And uh, the real meeting that at – we used to um, – let's see here. So, you know, there's a lot of math was done, like 13.5 quarter mile. <laughs> yeah, right. No, the real meaning is that 13.5 miles per hour, the Demon hits its peak acceleration of – 57.5 feet per second squared at one half or you know 0.500 seconds into the run. Interesting. Uh, on March 9th, the performance pages it shows the um, the number 757 on the clock again. That's the second time that it was in it. It was supposed to mean, mean hint at more than 750 horsepower and 700 pounds of torque. It uh, was there. Um, let's see here. On March 16th, the no pills. Video, uh, license plate three point nine plus two two one equals four oh five. That's three point nine pounds of boost, with the torque reserve putting it at an, an additional two hundred and twenty one pound feet of torque, for a total of four hundred five pound feet at launch. Let's see, lock and load on March twenty third was the name of the video. Eight point three plus three one seven equals five three four. Uh, when combined with torque reserve, the trans brake allows for 8.3 psi of boost at launch and 534 pound feet of torque. <laughs> so very very cryptic. Um, doesn't mention like when the, the 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 tire size was changed from what 315 to 815 or something yeah. like that. But uh, actually, uh, so this is on Motor Trend, but it was actually on HotRod.com. So again, they did they really did it right. Is Chevrolet going to respond? I don't think they need to. Um, I don't think the competition is 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 going to be valuable to them. Okay. But kudos to Dodge, to Judge, Judge, <laughs> to Dodge. And you can uh, officially go down as being wrong about being all wheel drive now. Yeah. How many times are you going to remind <laughs> me that I owe my buddy dinner? Uh, how, has Quentin has he contacted you? Nah, he's busy with school. <laughs> Maybe he'll so. forget. Yeah, probably not. I, I I bet you anything. The next time I talk to him, I'll be like, "Hey, Effer, you owe me dinner now." Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Hey, thanks for that voicemail, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it, and thanks for uh, to our loyal Camaro folks for hanging out with us through while we talked about how great this Dodge Challenger Demon is. Yep. Yep. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. Not much other Camaro news going on. So, but you know, we got some voicemails here too. We got to get through for this episode so let's say we move over to the voicemails and let's do this right now 
Hi, Chris and Jason. This is Tracy from Wisconsin. I love your podcast. I've listened to every episode, including the Camaro Z28 episodes. And I recently listened to episode 103 about the vintage Camaro, so I wanted to call in. I have a 1995 Z20. We lost her. I don't know what yeah. happened. Yeah. Well, th- well, thank you, Tracy, for calling in from Wisconsin. Um, you have, she said she had a 1995 Z28, and she's mm-hmm. listened to every show, including all of our old CamaroZ28.com podcast shows. Wow. <laughs> That's 600 and, she said she was up to 103. That's 603 episodes. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Well, thanks. That's, that's, that's binge listening. Thanks for listening, Tracy. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Call back again if if you want. Um, I, I don't know what happened. Your your voicemail got cut off there, but okay. Let's um let's go with the next one here. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. This is Sean from Oceanside. Just driving home from work right now. We saw that uh, Dodge Demon reveal. Fascinating car. Um, I personally wouldn't want one. If I had the choice between a Hellcat or the Demon, I'd rather take just a Hellcat. Just anyway. Oh, yeah, again, fascinating car. But uh, what I really wanted to talk about was I, I do enjoy when you have different guests on the show uh, for interviews, and I definitely would like to hear some more interviews. Uh, uh, you know, I know it, uh, maybe it's, it's hard to schedule that or, you know, uh, it might be a challenge, but definitely would like to hear some more interviews down the road with, you know, Owl Oppenheiser can get them or uh, maybe some other uh, uh Camaro engineers or some of the marketing folks, people like that, or even uh, aftermarket manufacturers. So anyway, uh, have a great uh, weekend, guys, and I am in Vegas for this weekend. Talk to you later. Bye. Sean calling in from Oceanside. What's up, buddy? So he said he would he would just rather prefer a, a Hellcat over um, a Demon, if he had a choice. Probably yeah. street, for be able to drive it I guess better on the street. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he likes when we do interviews. <laughs> yeah, we like to do interviews too. Um, logistics is always an issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes I I, I do um, get out whenever I see him. I will uh, I'll get him I'll get him alone. I'll use my iPhone to do a quick uh, interview with him, and then we'll we'll put it in the show. But. Um, yeah, maybe we'll, uh, we'll look at doing some more interviews here in the future. That'd be, that's always fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Um, if you guys have an idea of who you would like us to interview other than, you know, already suggested, um, but somebody specifically just, uh, just call us and drop us a voicemail or send us an email and tell us who you'd like to reach out to and we'll see what we can put together. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, let's see. Let's go with another, another one here. We got, we got a couple here. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. It's Josh from Louisville, and I was just calling to give my detailed tips that I've learned and used. And what I use, it kind of involves tire shine, and most specifically, I don't remember the Zano number, but the Zano version of the tire shine. Not only do I use it on my tires, but I also use it on the plastic trim on my ZL1. It gives it a nice, dark, deep, satiny finish, as well as has some UV protectants in it. That is my tip. Look forward to listening to the show. Thanks. Thanks, Josh, for calling in. He um, yeah, he's given his tips on what he uses to clean his tires and interior. Yeah, this is probably in response to me saying, "Hey, you want to win some free goodies? Call in with your tip." Yeah, 
So that's the first one. Um, talking about Zeno Z16 Perfect Tire Gloss. That's yeah. the number that he was looking for. Um, I've, I, that's one of my favorite tire glosses to use. It comes out like thin milk yeah, almost, you know. But I tell you what, it works well. It's not silicone based, and that's probably what makes it makes it good. It's uh, plus it's got some uh, uh, ultraviolet uh, resistance properties. Um, looking you, over the Zano website, it even says use uh, kind of buried in the bottom uh, under application instructions. Use on all exterior rubber tires, moldings, plastic trim, weather stripping, and here's one under hood hoses. There you go. I remember. Didn't you use this on your stuff too? Yeah, I yeah. I use it on quite a quite a bit of stuff. It works great. Um, just don't get it on um, paint or glass if you can help it. Yeah, because it'll schmear. Yeah, it'll 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 schmear, <laughs> and it's durable, so it'll be tough to get off. Um, and it says specifically, do not use it on vinyl tops. I don't know if that's an issue for too many people. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I, I like the kind that you don't spray on. I like the kind that you have to hand apply, and that's yeah. what uh, Zeno Z16 is. So, Josh, thank you for that tip, buddy. And anybody else have any that they want to throw send in? Man, let's hear it. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you said you wanted to give away a prize pack. I got a few prize packs going out this summer, so that's that's the first one right now. And uh, Josh, you're in the running. Who can beat Josh's tip? Who can beat Josh's tip? Give us a call, and here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. We got uh, a couple more voicemails here to go through. Uh, right. Here's the next one. Hey, uh, so this is uh, uh, Michael from Connecticut. Okay, I'm sorry. I love the show. So I have a 12 SS tonight. Uh, bow light pulling throttle body, colder intake, long tubes, very high flow, um, solar performance, cat back, no muffler. Uh, so, uh, auto, tune transmission, no torque restriction. So she has fun, but my next step is power. And I'm trying to decide between camming it or supercharging it. Um, supercharging it seems like about 10 grand out the door. Caminate since the L99 is going to be about 3700 it's about 4000 I don't know what to do. I just want you guys' advice. I'm leaning towards the supercharger. I don't know. I, I just want more power. I mean, isn't that what we all want? Anyway, love the show, guys, and uh, talk to you soon. Hey, hey, thanks for calling in. Um, I think he said his name was Rob? I think I got um, Rob the, out of that. Is the the volume was really really low and kind of mumbly on this, so we're, uh, I'm gonna try and guess what you were saying, dude. <laughs> um, he's he's got a 12 SS, I think he said, and he's looking for advice on what he should do for more power. He wants to know either he should go with a, I think he said a a cam or a supercharger. So I I think that's what he said. Um, obviously, supercharger is gonna be a lot more money. Um, a cam um, is definitely, definitely not going to give you a lot more power like a supercharger would. Um, but if you want to start, I think he said he's he's got an L99 engine. Now, that's what you did. You had an L99 in your SS, right? And you right. you changed it. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> because of the the, uh, act, the similar activate, deactivation, right? Well, for, for the bigger reason was the magnet charger that I put on it in that 
the camshaft. They didn't they didn't like each other too much. Oh, okay. It was they just didn't complement each other well. But putting the LS9 camshaft in and removing all of the active fuel management um, made a huge difference. <laughs> And it didn't sound like a motorboat anymore when it deactivated the cylinder. It sounded like a street destroyer, which is kind of what it was. So it depends on, just like anything else, it depends on your budget. Yeah. Um, Got a big budget? Go crazy. Yeah. Want to lose a lot of money? Go crazy. (laughs) Do a cam and a supercharger. There you go. Yeah, go crazy. Mm. Well, thanks for calling in. I think you said his name was Rob. Um, So let's see. We got one more voicemail. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. I've been on uh, a little bit of a break. Had the flu or some kind of virus for the last two weeks or three weeks, whatever it was. And uh, other than that, just enjoying the summer, the light winter we had, and uh, getting ready to go down to Florida to the Harry Potter universe at Universal Studios. So if anybody knows of a travel agent or a good deal down there, um, the middle or late May time frame, uh, give me a holler. Other than that, enjoy yourself, love the show, and talk to you later. Coastal Days Society of Station. Boy. <laughs> oh, got to hang up. Uh, good old poster day. Uh, um, yeah. Um, um, well, I'm glad you're feeling better, buddy. I'm glad you're feeling. Yeah. He said he had a like a virus or something, but now he's ready to head down to Florida and he's looking for a travel agent. <laughs> do they do they still have travel agents these days? I, I thought people just use the internet. I think uh, the last uh, travel agent that existed was Bob Noogie Bauer. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to use them to go to Vegas all the time. Yeah. Just just don't yeah. use just don't use orbits, right? <laughs> Those sons of oh <laughs> man, oh the piece of oh no way. Yeah. No way. Maybe maybe you know what? Maybe there's a case for travel agents that they you know I don't know maybe take care of you. Yeah. Make sure you get a flight home. Make sure you don't get. Uh, you know, dragged off the plane, screaming, kicking, and screaming like that one poor son of a gun. You just never know. Yeah, never orbits ever. and you know, decided that they would just leave me stranded in uh, in Las Vegas without telling me at all, and I had to kind of like have a panic attack because I was starting a new job like the next day. <laughs> so you had to be home. God. Yeah. Yeah, that was just bad news. Well, that's it for the voicemails. And, yeah. Yep. Thanks for calling in, everybody. Thanks, Anthony, from for the voicemail earlier, and and uh, whew, crazy stuff, man. Um, what else we got going on here? Uh, well, I know that the um, there's been some spy shots of the Ford Shelby GT500 Mustangs showing off a supercharged V8, but no yeah. other details yeah. are about that. Uh, as well as the see. as well as the ZR1, they're calling the ZR1. Yep, I don't, out there. Is it does it still said to be mid-engined? I, I think there's two different versions. And, and I don't yeah. know if the mid-engine is going to be called a ZR1. I, I just think it's going to be a mid-engine Corvette. Um, right. The ZR1 is what they're calling the one that they keep seeing that's all camoed and they're catching mm-hmm. on racetracks and stuff like that. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. 
Oh, speaking of racetracks, um, gosh, should have mentioned this one earlier. On a previous episode, I don't remember if it was one or two episodes ago, we talked about RPM Motorsports buying a 2017 ZL1 and taking a video of them just roaching the tires <laughs> at the dealership. Yeah. yeah, we did. Well, like it was like a week or not even two weeks later that they were at the track. Guess what? Doing nines. Nines? Nines. So they put a whole bunch of spray on it. So... Going back to the <clears throat> butt hurt Camaro owners, if you got a new ZL1 <laughs> and you want to compete with that that Hellcat, shove some spray in it and <laughs> just go crazy. Spray it, spray it. If you want to play, you got to spray. I think yeah. they did some other stuff too. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I'll, I'll make sure that you have the notes so you can okay. put it in the show notes Sounds there. Good. Let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Uh, just uh, barely related. Um, the new Buick Regal GS probably won't get the Chevrolet Camaro S SS. Excuse me, Chevrolet Camaro 335 horsepower V6. Maybe it'll be that uh, two liter turbo. Oh, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, guys, we we need to get on out of here. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll bust on out of here, and we'll see you next week. All right, see you. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!